This Geek.io podcast is brought to you by my first book, Chronicles of Athalor, The Heart of the Deimos. Do you like post-apocalyptic fantasy novels? Then this is something for you. In this book is a tale of fantastic creatures, vengeful gods, and even a cyborg dragon. Chronicles of Athalor, The Heart of the Deimos tells an engrossing story set in a rich and fleshed-out universe, and it deserves to be placed on your reading list. Head on over to geek-io.net slash athalor to pre-order the novel for just $4.99. This novel is also a contender for the Inkshare Sword and Laser imprint, so help me win by getting me in the top five authors. Pre-orders are open for a limited time only, so head on over to geek-io.net slash A-T-H-A-L-O-R today. This podcast recorded before a live internet audience. To learn how to listen and watch live, visit tunein.alphageekradio.com. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Spoiler warning! I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. Go. Go. That means it is time once again for another small screen spoiler show. It's really a small screen spoiler show where we spoil you on the topics that you are most interested in. Episode number 14, I'm CJ with rockets in his arms, both, and he's Jared Odd Electricity when he's killing a guy as a veto. I can't figure out what that one is. That's okay. Yes, I'm here. Odd Electricity while killing a guy. Electricity while killing a guy? Yeah, when Riddler. Uh, we'll talk. Huh? We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not always quotes. That it's not always quotes, Jared. It doesn't always have to be quotes. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, it does. That's the rule of the show. Um, also Random review, we do weird, odd references, and then and this we do quotes. I called you Blind Batman one day, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> Does it always yeah, have to well. be quotes? We had already spent like two weeks saying that out loud, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and just as a reminder, we are here to discuss in depth, including spoilers, Agents of Shield season two, episode seventeen. <sighs> that show, Gotham season one, episode twenty, Under the Knife, Daredevil episode three, Rabbit in the Snowstorm, and episode four, In the Blood. If you have not watched those and you do not want to be spoiled on them, please come back later. Or hang around and be spoiled. It's up to you. Yeah. It's a free country. You can do what you want. If you don't mind spoilers, go ahead and hang around. I might have already known what the entire Avengers Age of Ultron movie is about, and I have not seen it yet because I'm weird and actively seek out spoilers. (laughs) Jeez. Don't spoil me. But it does look like I'm going to get to see it this weekend, which excites me. I'm not, because I'm not going anywhere near that movie theater during the (laughs) madness. I live in Alabama. It's not quite as crazy. It'll be crazy, but I'm probably going to go to like a Saturday matinee or something. We're we're probably going to go, we're going to go see a movie on Saturday. Um, 
but <laughs> only because it's you can always go to like when it's a big movie like that you can go and concessions will be amazing but if you go to anywhere else it'll be the most wonderful viewing experience you've ever had <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what mm, we're going to go see yet. Fresh popcorn. None of the uh, theaters, well, the one theater near I don't near even know what else is playing. Only has it in 3D, which is freaking $14 per ticket. Gee. And uh, the the big theater, um, more closer to the main city, has it playing all day, but I don't know if they're sold out or anything like that, so we're, we're probably not going to go see it this weekend. Or we might if we happen to be down in that area. We'll see. Exactly. We'll see it before the uh, the inevitable happens on the other show that we do. But <laughs> more on that later. Indeed. On that different show. On that different show, indeed. And so, um, and just as last week, we have some special introductions and another. Let's put a lantern on it from Daryl Shaler. We will get to those. He did Gotham and Daredevil this week, but not Agents of Shield. So we are going to discuss Agents of Shield. No first. intro for Agents of Shield. No, I Why thought that Daryl was Daryl slacking here. I don't know. I, I didn't even think he watched Gotham. <laughs> I don't think he. I think he might have read it from Wikipedia. I'm not gonna lie. So, okay. This is, and I, I had the notes for the rest of the shows except for this one. So this is gonna be a little bit weird. Me trying to remember what happened in this episode. This is season two, episode seventeen. Why did they have to use this word? The frenemy <laughs> of my enemy. <laughs> because why not? Why I not use that word? So much for using that word. If this wasn't such a damn good episode, I'd be so angry that they used that word. So you felt it was a good episode? Hold on, I'm reading something. Yeah, I thought it was a good. Re- I thought it was a good okay. episode. I felt it kind of a eh, episode. Like it was, it had some good moments in it, but it felt like they spent a lot of time on this episode and a lot of stuff happened, but nothing really happened. <laughs> <laughs> was that just me? <laughs> no, I mean it. It is kind of positioning itself into the 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 latter of the season, the the third act of the season. Um, I, know, we are, I know. We are solidly in um, second act territory. I have a feeling that this next week is going to be the um, beginning, the crescendo um, to the, like the four, the last four episodes, just being like pulse pounding and. But I mean, not a, a lot did happen here. A lot of stuff. A lot of pieces were set up. So. Oh yeah, and that's what. Why and that's why I said it was a good of... episode, not a great episode. It was, this was no last week's episode, but this was better than the week before. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, and maybe I just wasn't in the right mood last night. But it just felt kind of like grumpy. Like you. okay, this is nothing's really happening here. There's just <laughs> like, there's a lot of talking, and there's a lot of people walking around eating ice cream. And I, what, <laughs> what are we doing? Ice cream. <laughs> Awkwardly eating ice cream. Uh, but I still kind of enjoyed those moments. It's nice that they're using Kyle McLaughlin again, not just locking him in a room. And, and I'm not sure how much longer he's going to live, but he's, no, yeah, he's, he's, definitely he's still kicking. He's still kicking. You weren't even in the notes, bad boy. <laughs> bad boy. All right, so I, I have no notes here, so I'm kind of just going with memory on My first note is shake a tail, and I don't re- Oh, oh, Fitz shaking a tail. How to shake a tail. Yes. Seeing Fitz do some action stuff. I appreciate that. I like to watch Fitz do things. Yes. Because I like, I like Fitz. I'm a fan. Fitz, Fitz is very... I, I really enjoy him. He's he's really, really fun. Um, <laughs> and making a deal with the devil. Yeah. Hey, Fitz, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to pretend like this isn't... <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Just seeing him freak out at the side of Ward was fantastic. <laughs> Only when he talked, at, talked to him. <laughs> he was very twitchy the whole time, and then Ward finally said something, and he just snapped. For 
good reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's it's a bad it's a bad idea. This whole thing is a bad idea. Horrible idea. I'm not, I'm not sure I get behind it, Colson, but you know, whatever. I guess you got Deathlock there. Then that all went wrong, and then you know, Deathlock is somewhere. Well, they get, no, they got back together. They got back together at the end. Yeah, they, they, Deathlock was just knocked out from the hack from uh, the quote unquote real shield. Was that what knocked him out, or was it Shockman that? Oh yeah, it, it out? was. Yeah, it was. Well, I think it was a combination because Shockman also got knocked <laughs> the heck out. Um, this is true. Inhuman Gambit got knocked the crap out with uh, um, the EMP. Kaboom! Which makes it interesting that uh, Inhuman Gambit is able to be knocked out by an EMP. Yes, because he that kind of is a human EMP, isn't he? Yeah, he, yeah isn't that exactly. His kind of thing. Yeah, he yeah. kind of is. But I can I can see that if he's able to manipulate the electrons in an item, I can see why an EMP would uh, would affect him in a similar way that a, that a machine would, which also manipulates electrons to operate. Oh, I see. So it's electricity, <laughs> electron emitting pulse. Oh, wow. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I can't tell uh, if you're being sarcastic or not. I am being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, so I, I thought that whole thing with Sky's mom being her mom was a secret. That Gambit is in on the secret. I guess he saw them together. Yeah. So he kind of. I'm sure. Like there was him, no no hiding it from him ever. So I, I guess I'm he was in on it. I'm sure that him sitting down and seeing them together instantly made it that hey this isn't a secret this is not a a mentor showing her mentee to her father this is clearly a family dinner and it's it's neat that they kind of look alike it's weird <laughs> it is um we they're definitely kinda, not related at all but yeah right we did get her mom the, uh, really does look like her how uh how she's around this episode still yeah, yeah. Her magical powers is Wolverine powers. Yeah, she just has to be pretty much, pretty much she had to be Humpty Dumpty back together again, and then that was <laughs> it. <laughs> she just had to be sent back together. She Which, she uh, is Wolverine. Like, let's, she is really Wolverine. Cal pulling out his dad's World War II medical kit. Is it weird that I keep this? Yes. Yes, it is Cal. It is very <laughs> weird that you keep this. <laughs> weird. Everything you do is really weird. But uh, I'm, I'm glad we got Bad Idea Sky back this, this episode. So she's back with her bad ideas. I guess when Coulson makes bad ideas, Sky, Sky can make bad decisions too. Yeah, right. I'm going to go back with him because that's a good idea. <laughs> he's he's trying to kill my team and like do weird <laughs> things. And yeah, what, If we just send him back, he's going to kill a bunch of people. So I'll go back with him and, and soften the blow because well, he'll, in, in he'll definitely not freak out when I tell him. Yeah, right. I mean, though, I can kind of see her logic behind it. I do I, see her logic. Until okay. she's like, it, but the fact that she's like, oh, yeah, I'm just totally not going to tell him that I'm going to be leaving <laughs> with Inhuman Nightcrawler. <laughs> Wait a minute. Rage, rage, rage. Oh, wait, there's Hydra everywhere. So is Ward officially not Hydra anymore? Uh, I think after killing a whole room full of Hydra people, he's unofficially... Well, he didn't kill Bakshi. Killing a whole room and then tying up Bakshi and beating the crap out of him. Well, yeah. Kind of got him out of Hydra. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, is I'm wondering if this... I mean, I... Clearly, Hydra's not going to let you kill their own people because even when, like, that's when Hydra was activated when S.H.I.E.L.D. started to act against them. They're not going to let somebody kill their own people. I'm fairly sure Bakshi is still under the, the um, manipulation of oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Definitely. Mask Lady, who no longer is wearing a mask somehow. <laughs> she is wearing the mask. They just fixed it so that she can have her own face. Yeah, so the mask remember Deathlock looked at her and was like, got any more of those masks? So she's wearing a mask of her old face, yes. basically. So I'd that like the actress doesn't have to go through all that makeup stuff anymore. 
It's much cheaper this way. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, in case anyone had any doubts, Sky is Daisy Johnson. We made yes. sure we got that concrete yeah, that was... clear. <laughs> Very well put it down there, just like flat out. <laughs> Last name is Johnson? Daisy Johnson. <laughs> Daisy Johnson. Okay, so anyone that's like, no, no, this is Daisy something else from, no, no, it's Daisy Johnson. Just just so you know, we're going to make that crystal clear. I'm looking at some uh, some notes that somebody else took, and a lot of them are reflecting my own. Um, we did get a, uh introduction to Baron Strucker in this episode, who um, is so that's an actual dude. The primary the antagonist of a- Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, he he is he's the dude in Age of Ultron who does stuff to people and things that I'm not going to say because I totally did not Wikipedia the movie. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, but even in well, at the end of Winter Soldier, he did. Um, he's the one who kidnapped Scarlet Witch and uh, Quick Quicksilver. Gotcha. So he was established in Winter Soldier, um, but he's the main bad guy yes. in... And he also killed poor Red Shirt and Human Guy. Yeah. Which he was in the previous Lay on Shield. I was like, why did they put that in? Is he a bad guy? Oh, no, he just died. Okay. That's why they put him in the previous <laughs> oh. Lay on. Because <laughs> he was previously alive. He was previously alive for, uh, you know, that 30 seconds he was on screen. Um... So yeah, that that's that's what the whole Hydra. They kept mentioning Strucker's name, and yeah, he's a, he is a guy. He is one of the main dudes in Hydra in the in the comics as well. He's one of them. Their Red Skull followers. Hmm. Okay. Well, then they're definitely you know there is that of Age of Ultron thing coming up that yes. they're probably gonna tie all this together with. Hopefully, just a hunch. I think that's gonna happen. Um, I don't. I felt Cal's backstory was really forced and obviously a foreshadowing to him dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I used it, to be happy. I used to be a good guy. Used to be a do- using Doctors Without Borders. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I turned into a rage monster somehow. Injected himself with something and made himself to a poor man's Hulk. Yes, a poor man's Hulk. No monster, just super strength and rage. <sighs> um, I, I felt... The more I'm talking to myself about this, the more I, I'm talking myself out of liking it as much as I did at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to talk you out of it. It's okay to like it. It no, was a decent episode. I, I, just... did, I did enjoy it. I did like the fact that um, like uh, Simmons came out about you know not having the real toolbox to May and May covers for her with uh, with um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Bobby, there uh, we mocking, go. Mockingbird, Bobby. Mockingbird. Yes. Um, but then everybody somehow shows up at Cal's building and boy things es- escalate quickly yeah right <laughs> we're talking we're talking we're talking oh shit it's hydra <laughs> uh, just having a nice chat with my daughter about my creepy medical kid that i keep <laughs> and uh <laughs> oh wait everybody shows up at the same time and guns are firing and people are punching things and all of the punching and there's inhumans and cyborgs fighting and i did get i did like the get fact nuts. that we got to see um an extension of um inhuman gambit's power Yes, that was cool. It was a nice little effect they did. So I, I did. I did enjoy that. I do like. I, I enjoy every time Deathlock is on screen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Deathlock. Yeah, he, ain't nothing wrong with Deathlock. He's fantastic. Like it's the actor himself. Like he's. And I just yeah, I love seeing a is it a, a August T Jones or something? Yeah. No, no, not August Jones. What's his name? Yeah, August um, T Jones is the uh, 
two and a half men guy kid, isn't it? What? Hold on, I'll look him up. You keep talking. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking I only have about one more. I only have one more note, and that's take me to your leader, which was the little stinger at the end with Coulson turning himself over. Yeah, that, so was, that was great. Apparently, um, he's ready to just like, okay, I got my pieces in place. J. August Richards. It's time for us to start working together because things are about to get really bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, J. So August Richards, uh, by the way. You know, J. Um, August Richards. Uh, what's his face from Angel? Yeah, Gun. Gun. There we go. I knew there was an August in there somewhere. Yeah, J. August Richards. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a fantastic actor. I really enjoy him on here. And yeah, uh, Coulson got a, cu- a few witty line uh, one-liners in. Uh, he was on Good Burger. Who was he in Good Burger? He was the. He was the. Um, <laughs> Wait, this is sounding familiar. He was the dude. He was the. He was the only like non-Keenan and Kel black guy in the entire show. <laughs> he was in the uh, Mongo. Oh, that's right. He was working at the Mongo Burger. He was like yeah. the little. Uh, I remember this now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because this you freaked out because it was Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's gone. Death, Death locks that Mondo Burger with rockets in his arms. <laughs> the rockets in his arms. Man, why did they? Why does Hunter get all of the good lines? Yeah, right. All of them. He's a uh, Australian Paul Walker is like really, I mean, <laughs> really giving the good lines. Um, Ward just like he. I'll give uh, what's his face who plays Ward something. Like he can lay on jackass really well. Like I just wanted to punch oh, yeah. him so hard this entire episode. <laughs> like like it, they didn't seem to like do it in the last few episodes, but this episode he's just like, oh my god, I just want to. I just no, you need to go away because I want to kill you so bad right now. All right. So anything else on Arrow? Arrow? No, I don't have anything Ages on Arrow Shield. because I did Spoiler alert, I didn't watch any Arrow this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. But, uh, no, no. It's, uh, it was meh. Yeah, like I said, it was, it was I, I liked it. Um, Like I said, it was, it was a solid, good episode. It was fine. It was just uh, meh. Like, it just, I don't know, it seemed like it wasted too much time not really doing anything. But enough about that. Uh, enough about that, and, uh, and more on to... Under the Knife. Gordon and Bullock continue to investigate the ogre, who begins to make his move on someone close to Gordon. Meanwhile, Bruce and Selina team up to expose a corrupt Wayne Enterprises employee, and Nigma comes to Kristen Kringle's defense. Chris Kringle? Okay. Exciting times in Gotham. I didn't know her first name was Kristen. I don't think it's <laughs> yeah, ever been said Chris in the show. Kringle, they have to make yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> With a K. Yeah, of course, because she's a lady. She's a lady type person. She's a pretty lady type person. <laughs> um, Alright, so that's Daredevil. That's Daredevil. There's Gotham. <laughs> Come on, find those notes. They're in there somewhere. I did uh, I did math on my notes with Gotham, so that should tell you how interested I was in, in this episode. <laughs> right. So let's just go ahead and say it. CJ was right. Barbara was the target. Yay! <laughs> but, I, but I don't think it resolved in the way that he was expecting. It didn't resolve in the way I was... I don't know. Hoping. I kind of... <laughs> yeah. Say it. Expecting. Or hoping, yes. It's like, oh... <laughs> Huh. No, I have a feeling that it's going to get there. I think she's just going to think it's some kind of weird kinky BDSM thing. (laughs) And then then I think the the, the ogre will come out and either she will will either be saved by James and run back into his arms and they will be together again and hopefully she'll be recasted in season two or (laughs) she will be killed in front of James and uh, that will cause him to go crazy. No, I'd prefer it be like she goes full villain and you know. Oh, she just like takes over the ogre's position. Killing. No, no, they start, they form a super villain team of the ogre and. Uh, Meanwhile, the, in the hall of ogre. <laughs> and uh, and they Fifty Shades of Grey everyone to death, and, <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, Gordon has to kill her to stop her. 
That's the that's the poetic thing I want to happen. Sure. I don't know. No. That's that's my that's my prediction. That's where I'm going with it. Sure. <laughs> I don't know about the Fifty Shades to Death thing, but um. So one thing I noticed across our shows that we watched this week, all of the hot ladies who are supposed to be the sex symbols spent a good amount of time wearing not a lot of clothes. Um, I have nearly naked Inara is my first note on my list. Oh, that's right, right. I forgot about the fan service bathtub scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, big time fan service bathtub scene. Just like a <laughs> fan service Rosario Dawson scene later. Um, Jimmy's. Damn booty shorts, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <coughs> so I, I literally have three notes with two sub notes. One, we got Bullock's backstory. We did? Yeah. He's like, Bullock had a, Bullock, when he was a cop, had a wife who was killed by the ogre. And that was the, that was the other guy that they were he talking to. Bullock. He said no, Bullock. He said Bullock as to a the, cop. They were talking to the black cop, the no, guy no, no, that no, first is, investigated no, 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 no. it. This is after and he Inara said he stopped investigating it because he had a wife. No, 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 no. This is this is after Anara smacked him over the smacked James over the head. <laughs> it's like the first scene of the entire show. James is sitting right on the bathroom this. floor uh, talking about the ogre because he's freaked because he ran over there because he thought Anara was in danger. And he yeah. says Bullock when he was a, when he was a cop had a wife. He was investigating the ogre. He came in on her dead. I don't think he was talking about Bullock. He said he was Bullock about the as first a cop. cop that investigated. Daryl, Daryl, <laughs> fact check this for me, please. I feel pretty sure about this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> don't fact check now, CJ. You'll be too distracted. Mm, too damn late. <laughs> Catwoman's telling it like it is. Yeah, kind of. You got the uh, base got for Bruce Batman's. Uh, I won't kill anyone ever. Oh, really? Can you say it in the worst way? I will, there's a line that I won't ever cross it. There's a line that I won't cross. Like, he's just, he's so bad. <laughs> he's so bad. <laughs> um, but, um. Yes, preteen Batman is. You had some, uh, teenager fan service by having Catwoman in the, in, like, the fitting dress for once. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, she's a pretty girl. Whatever. You yeah, know. yeah, I guess. Very steampunk, wild dress going on. I'm not sure what was happening there. But whatever. Okay, she's in a dress. Way to yeah. go, Batman. <laughs> Bat boner. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of show titles this week. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. But yeah, the other, the other, the only other note that I have is birth of the Riddler in this episode. Check mark. Yes, next yes. To it. I got Riddle Man. Riddle Man. Riddle Man. Rockets, hello, Rocket Raccoon. Disney Infinity Rocket Raccoon. What's that have to do with Riddle Man? Quit playing with my blue ball rocket. Um, Rachel's awake and she's playing because I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, makes sense. But um, but when he was stabbing uh, abusive douchebag underneath the subway, like when he was stabbing him and laughing and crying, he there was odd electricity flying everywhere. No, I didn't even notice that. I was just like, again, wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Yeah right. Okay, kill a kill a guy, Riddler. Pretty yeah. much. Oh oh dear. Oh oh dear. Gosh, gosh darn it. <laughs> what am I gonna do about this? Shucks. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, that was kind of cute. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, but you know he's a forensic genius, so I'm sure he'll be able to cover it up just fine. Oh yeah. So so penguin and his mom. Oh God! Ew! <laughs> Ew! It was so Ew. weird. It was so weird. <laughs> yes, the whole penguin thing was weird until the end when the the flower man shows up and he stabs him in the neck. Yeah, it's like okay, there's penguin. 
You go do your penguin thing. Yep. <laughs> it, it, he he did his weird his weird bait Norman Bates thing, and then actually uh actually did some badassing at the end, which I'm okay with. Oswald Bates. Yeah, so so why do uh why do all of the serial killers have mummy complexes? All of them. Because it's the easiest to write, and it's big giant trope. <laughs> Pretty much, because I like I, I wrote a note. Why do serial killers always have mommy issues? And then on my next line, I have a quote saying, "Mommy didn't love me complex," which I think Bullock said. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone's sneaking up behind you. Um. Yeah. It, it. It's it's easy to write, and uh, it's easy to relate to parental issues, mommy issues, daddy issues are easy to easy to hard to Everybody fail on. It's well, hard this is to true. fail on. Um, I am going to call a uh, audible in the fact that Fish wasn't in this episode at all, so I'm going yep, to... Yep, that's my last note. Nothing at Fish, 0% Fish I, in this episode. I'm going, to re- I'm going to restate my thing. She is going to die in the next episode that she appears in. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think she'll be in the penultimate episode? Um, I don't know. She might be. There's two episodes left. The, though they could, I mean, they're going to do either one of two things. They're either going to do the the Game of Thrones, where the penultimate episode is the big one, and followed by the epilogue, or they're going to do the epilogue or the final episode ends in cliffhanger. I, I tend to lean toward the second one because this is Gotham on network TV. This isn't. Yeah. This isn't. Uh, <laughs> this isn't your typical. Uh, Premium channel stuff. Also, they knew they had a they knew they had a second season like pretty soon, so they were able to film to this to that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm more so um, leaning towards the you know using the season finale as a cliffhanger than using it as an epilogue, but um, it's still that's still a possibility. Yes, I also have that the ogre name makes sense now. Yeah, he, he was, was born ugly. Yeah, he was born an ogre. Now, who called him the ogre? I don't know if that's the name he gave himself or what, but he's yeah. Because before I was like, why? Why is a handsome man called the ogre? I don't. I don't follow this logic. <laughs> and then, oh, he was born ugly. Plastic surgery. Okay, plastic surgery. Sure, makes I guess sense-ish. Bit a stretch. Bit of a stretch. It's kind of a snake eating itself situation, but okay. Yeah. Uh, and then really it, it never occurred to Gordon in all this time that, that Barbara might be the target. Like it yeah. took you days and you didn't realize the last second <laughs> that the she woman that might you've been be with for many, many years is more likely the 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 target than the woman that you are keeping hidden for yes. you're keeping your relationship <laughs> hidden, except when you're not. So yeah. Sometimes I wonder. I, yeah. I know it's just bad writing, but Writers, Gordon, he's, he seems to be a smart guy, at least when you write him that way. So let's uh, try to keep that consistent. <laughs> yeah, right. But they have character consistency problems all over this show. So. Oh, God, yes. <sighs> Except for Balloon Except Man. For... <laughs> Except for Balloon Man. But he was only in one episode, so there wasn't time for him to get mixed up. Exactly. Perfect. Like, penguins all over. The, like, basically, Falcone, uh, Maroney, and uh, Catwoman are pretty much the only ones that have had consistent characters. <laughs> Yeah, the whole it, time. if you know, everyone else in characters, like all yes. over the place. consistent acting, not so much. Um, no, no, no. I didn't say that. At <laughs> least for Falcone, Fal- except for Falcone. Falcone yeah, is he's, just amazing every time he's on screen. He's just <laughs> like, awesome. He's it's my, a shame he hasn't been back yet. He is my favorite recurring character in this, only because he just he takes up the scene when he gets there, and it's just. It, it, but I think if they overused him, it would be a little bit too much. Hey, you want to know what else I think about overusing and too much? <laughs> This. I like that Rabbit segue. in a snowstorm. 
Murdoch and Foggy take on a mysterious wealthy client, but Murdoch is convinced there's more to the case than just the facts. Also, he gets his face punched. That was punched? weird. <laughs> Sam, Sam cut that one off because yay, Sam. Way to go, Sam. So, Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil episode back. three. And we're we back to lawyering. Yay, much lawyering. Break. I put it on here. <laughs> lawyering. See, it's right there. I can't read my handwriting already, but it's right there. Lawyering. <laughs> <laughs> I can read it. Um, after such an amazing fight scene last episode, you started off with one of the worst fight scenes I've seen in a long time with the bowling scene. Yeah, it was just like super spastic and weird. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> Spider-Man? What's, what's yeah, going right? on here? Everybody's down. Uh, beat him with a with a <laughs> bowling yeah. ball. I oh, do geez. like how they. I do like how they looked. At how they they pulled the trope of the one vi- the one witness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one witness, and and then they did the uh, thirty six hours earlier fake out. Ugh. Like in the last episode, they had him in the dumpster, and then they you know they didn't do the twenty four hours earlier and work back up to it. This one, I was like, oh, you didn't do this, and then this one, and there was just like this quick thirty second thing, and then we're back in prison. Oh, okay, yeah, they, it was just they, so they can make a joke about the gun, not yeah, <laughs> not jamming. Yeah, that was that was that was some weird editorial choices there. Um, we have our Spider-Man tie-in. Yay, Ben uh, Ben or uh, Eric. He is a big time. Uh, like he's J. Jonah Jameson's like left-hand man, like his top reporter outside of Ben uh, Peter Parker. Which one was Ben Urich? Is that uh, black like the guy. guy? The black guy. Oh, 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 that guy. Gotcha. That's right. Um, which is weird because Yurik. he's it's one of those race flip characters because he's white everywhere else. But, you know, 60s. We don't draw black guys in our comics. <laughs> um, it costs way too much to print that much black, man. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's the voice of the internet. Um, <laughs> and there was also an Avengers tie in there in that same scene, in his office anyway. On the wall, there was a Battle of New York headline oh. paper thing. Yeah. Very subtle. C- c- cementing themselves into the universe, uh, if if it wasn't clearly obvious. Um, oh, I missed, my, I missed my nickname for you. I, I didn't read my notes again. <laughs> no, <laughs> Which I was one was it? Let's cheese, see if I have it written. Cheese blints, cheese blints from that place you like. Oh, okay. No, I didn't write that one down. My, my potentials were uh, who doesn't love dogs. <laughs> yeah. And you used to send his wife flowers. Now you send your his wife with him. But that was too long. Yeah. But it was a nice quote. It was. It was a nice quote. The old. The old. Uh, the old mob bosses used to be killed a man. You sent his wife flowers. Now you send his wife with him. It's crazy well, old town. Um, big time Batman in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Batmaning. Big time, including the Cambrian name. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it was, it was, I I paused it. It was 35 minutes until Daredevil showed up. (laughs) Um, it, it, yeah, that, that didn't bother me. Like, it just kind of like, and I understand because, I mean, obviously this guy knows Murdoch's voice. Like, he was represented by him, not, you know, 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Um, He doesn't recognize his jawline. Yeah, right. Um, He doesn't recognize him from the mouth down. So yeah, I, 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 it still kind of bothered me when he was like, when it was just literally Batmaning all over that piece. <laughs> but he doesn't have super healing. They did, uh, they did address the fact that <laughs> you know he had gotten the crap beat out of him the night before. So that was nice. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. I mean, they did reference one him. You know, getting go, holy his... crap! What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I missed. Death in front of a car. <laughs> I forgot what he said. Yeah, he, he made us some My stupid fault. blind man excuse. Um, <laughs> I'm blind. 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was the excuse. I'm blind. Oh god. Um, and uh, also when he ripped open the wound. Oh yeah, yeah. By uh, by, by uh, speed walking too much. <laughs> <laughs> so you can fight uh, twenty guys in a hallway, but you can't walk too fast. Yeah, right. Must be the shoes. <laughs> Stupid lawyer shoes. Um. Oh, why do they always have to go for the eyes? I don't. I don't know. That's what I have here. Eyes. Oh. Ow. Uh. <laughs> what is with the eyes in the show? Stop it. Like that was. I mean, that Stop was with like the eyes. that felt like straight out of Game out Game of Thrones for me. Like that actually, like that brutal of a thing. I actually, I don't want to say liked, but I appreciated because it just kind of pushed it over that limit, um, almost to absurdity. Uh, the, the entire thing about this entire episode, it was almost everything was almost to the point of absurdity. <laughs> This was as All close right to a. This was clo- as close to a cartoon about a lawyer as you possibly could get. Um, superhero lawyer. <laughs> superhero lawyer. So, Blind. Um, Some so kind of powers. That this actually, I have to say, like I didn't enjoy this episode nearly as much as I liked episode two, and that's saying something. That's fair. Um, except uh, for the end when Vincent D'Onofrio showed up, I'm like, yes, Edgar's yeah, a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, oh crap, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, yes. Fisk showed up. Yep. And if, uh, we've already discussed this thoroughly in the chat, but if if, if, if Daredevil is Batman, and Fisk is clearly Voldemort. Yeah, clearly. We don't say his name. We do not speak his name. And just by speaking his name, dude had to stab himself stab in the himself eye. In Why you have to stab yourself in the eye? Don't do that. Yeah. Just, that. just no, don't, don't. It was, it was totally, it was totally choreographed, or totally, um, Telegraph, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. like, oh, there's a sharp thing there, and he's talking about how he can't speak his name, so either he's going to jump off the edge of that, that inexplicably high terrace there, or he's going <laughs> to stab himself in the eye. Oh, the there sharp, sharp, oh, stabby God. things. Why oh, are God. there sharp, stabby things here? Because it tells Kitchen? <laughs> I guess. Now, there's okay. a terrace with sh- sh- stabby things? No, an, ex- an exceptionally high terrace with stabby things. <laughs> um, I, I know, now, I've just been to New York recently. And um, I'm noticing something like the, this entire thing is, and people have made jokes about this. Um, people have made jokes about Hell's Kitchen. It's a relatively large neighborhood in New York, but it's a neighborhood. Uh huh. It is a neighborhood. Like he went during the day outside of the law offices when he's speed walking and rips open his wound. <laughs> that was downtown Manhattan. I know that because I was just there in January. <laughs> like he walked right by the diner that I ate at one day. <laughs> like well, Hell's Kitchen that, is walking distance from Hell's Manhattan. Hell's Kitchen, no, that's not Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> that, that's, Hell's that's, Kitchen is walking distance from Manhattan, though. It's, that's, uh, that's Midtown. Don't no no. no. Uh, but like I, I've noticed, like they they have um. Well, it is in Manhattan. The, it's a piece the, of Manhattan. Uh, the Statue of Liberty in some shots, and like the the. Uh, in um, buildings that are clearly not in Hell's Kitchen, so I've seen a map, and I've seen a map online of like East Hell's Kitchen, North Hell's Kitchen, Little Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's okay. Rarely do they get these things right. Yeah, there's not enough stuff in Hell's At Kitchen. At least it's for them filmed film in everything. New York and not New York. That it looks like Toronto. <laughs> Doesn't look like Toronto or Cleveland or. Uh, <laughs> Austin, well, Texas, for some reason. I don't yeah, know. like Austin, weirdly Austin or Atlanta. Like, <laughs> um, late Atlanta. So, like, at least it is filmed in New York, so I'll give them that. <laughs> but still, it's just like, that. that's not Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But this so, at the end, there's just yeah. a little bit, of, little bit of him, just introducing him, standing there, looking, imposing in his stature. 
But not super shiny, shiny imposing. Head. Like that, no, that's no. the one thing that actually bothers. Toned down people. a little bit. Is uh, he's he's toned back a bit, and I will actually get into that when we discuss next episode. Yes, yes, we'll get there. Uh, but I only have one note left. One note left. That was yeah. the one thing that I loved about this episode, and that is that there were no flashbacks. Yeah, except all. for the one thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, no, hours no Matt Murdock flashbacks. Yeah, I, I'm ho- I'm thinking they're going to be done with that for a couple of episodes, at least till episode seven, where we get to stick. Yeah, whenever we get to him training and becoming. The fighter he is now. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But I have a feeling that will be that'll be Charlie Cox and not weird kid. All right, so yeah, no flashbacks. Um, we good with episode three then? We're good with episode three. And you know what else didn't have flashbacks? What episode four? You mean in the blood? Two vicious Russian brothers working for Fisk strike back against Daredevil. Fisk moves to further consolidate his power in the criminal underworld. He also whispers a lot. It's really off-putting. He's supposed to be like this big, strong, kingpin-type person, and he just whispers a lot. It's a nuanced performance, but it sometimes looks like something that we should be having in a different character. I loved you, Daryl. I had to amplify the hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the best he can in this car. <laughs> Sounds a lot better this week. He took my advice to heart. He does. He does sound good. So, hold on. <clears throat> Hold on. Ah, Winding up for this one. Wait for it. Wait for it. This is the <laughs> fucking show that I've been waiting for. This is the show that has been around the internet being bragged about. Not those last three episodes where you've been dealing with whiny daredevil Batman blind guy. No. This is the episode that the entire the entire internet should be raving about. Not the not the first three. This is where the series starts for me. I've watched those first three episodes twice now, and I have not liked them either time that I have watched them for the most part. This was a amazing amazing show there it is there it is um and it's not just because of kingpin but that is but he being the primary focus of this episode is the main reason why it is the is a amazing episode and it's not just because of the actor all right so i actually have quite a few notes for this one not because i wasn't i only had like four or five (laughs) all right Go ahead. Okay. I think I was just too into it. I couldn't. Well, I actually went back and wrote these yeah. afterwards, so they're kind of like, ah, in their there out of order. Go, there you go. All right. So you have well thought out characters this time. Wilson Fisk is a very meticulous, very, very, very um, three steps ahead kind of character. The even mm-hmm. the even Charlie Cox and Rosario Dawson in this episode were very fleshed out. They were not flat. They were not. Uh, just dark pieces of the scenery. There was a weird light to them that was appropriate for them in this episode. Um, you driving the you put the driving force into this into the series. Finally, there is a very clear, ominous, horrible person that needs to be stopped. You didn't have that before. You had Batman beating up Mooks. <laughs> yes, and then we got. But you did get the uh, the little backstory on the Russian brothers, which was man, that was some dark stuff <laughs> yeah that was no that was rough that was dark as hell like, where'd you get that knife from it's like oh they should have taken his body and threw it instead <laughs> of leaving it here for the rest like oh, oh. my gosh holy yep. crap dude they, they, breaking they ribs out of that dude to guy. make knives yep. <laughs> was that was that one of his other brothers or was that just a dude or holy I think it was just a dude <laughs> Uh, poor Yurik. He will serve us well in his death. <laughs> um, all right. And then, uh, then their poor henchman is like, ah, he's in a coma. Nah, he slept long enough. <laughs> we'll shoot this stuff in his heart. <laughs> it, was, it was clearly liquid adrenaline. Like, that was very clearly yeah, liquid yeah. adrenaline that they used to get him to wake up and then die. <laughs> and then die, yes. 
All right, these so, dudes are bad dudes. I, I I have a huge love for psychology, and we've said this on all the shows that I've been on. So, all right, here's okay. He made a big deal about Wilson Fisk not being a kingpin type person. He is not that yet. He is not the leader of the hand. He is not the ruler of the Shadowlands yet. He is a sociopath. Sociopaths have no empathy or limited empathy towards targeted individuals. See the reason why he's able to murder some dude's head off with a car door <laughs> and then talk about his suit. But the offense to the woman is a grave deal to him. Um, he has he is fixate he becomes fixated excessively easy. He'll fixate on the woman. He fixates on the guy who hurt him. He'll eventually fixate on uh, Murdoch. Um, but he is extremely fixated on one thing at a time. That one thing may domino into other things because he's an intelligent human being. He's an exceptionally intelligent human being. But yes. he he remains fixated on a single point at a single time. Um, his Him being a sociopath and limiting his empathy also explains his surges of strength that he has. When you trigger the when you trigger that within a human individual, it's had a really horrible name associated with it the, throughout the years, and I'm not going to say that term. But there is a psychosis strength that when you trigger somebody with that with that severe of a mental disability, hmm? no, he's a sociopath. He's not even bipolar. No, okay. I hate to say this, and I'm going to regret saying this. Retard rage. Is what is what the horrible term associated with it in in the last few years in the many, last few decades has been called. That is why he is able to slam the door with enough force to rip a dude's head off. Um, so he is he is the poster child for a sociopath. He's also that is it explains the issues why he can't look her in the eye. Yeah. Um, it takes some uh, liquid encouragement to, for him to be a uh, social human being. Yes. Um. He kind of has the mommy issues thing going on, where his mom sent him away to the farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got mommy issues again. Not, not not severe mommy issues. Not the but, primary point, he, but still mommy but issues. No, they're there. They exist. Um. So, yeah, the, the fact that he is a walking poster child for sociopaths is the reason why he currently is not the Wilson Fisk of the 1990s Spider-Man, where he's a giant Catwoman dude. <laughs> giant Catwoman dude? You know, ninja kicking things and keeping up with Spider-Man, <laughs> even though he clearly weighs like 700 know. pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant, okay, gotcha. Giant um, Catwoman, dude, gotcha. <laughs> so he's not that yet. He is still building his, he's still building his empire, he's still building his Shadowlands, um, inevitably to be taking over the hand and everything like that, but this was not that episode. No, no, I don't even know that that'll happen this season. Probably not. That is a king. He might rise to kingpin, kingpin, like what you think of him as kingpin, mm -hmm. but it's he won't become that this season. Um, no, and I did notice. You know, you talked about him being intelligent, and he he does whisper everything, and he talks very slowly and it's not because he's dumb it's because he's really thinking he, carefully yeah. about every word that he says exactly he's he doesn't want to bring attention to himself and also he is thinking he not only is he thinking <laughs> and about thinking what 10 he's steps saying, ahead yeah he's saying he's thinking about your reaction his reaction to your reaction and your reaction to that Exactly. So it is. It is a. It is a. It is a point of his character. He's able to think three steps ahead. That's how just a guy becomes the kingpin. You don't just happen. You know, he wasn't born into money. He doesn't. He didn't inherit his businesses. He made them by being exceptionally intelligent. 
and uh, cold and brutal. Yes, very. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> when you don't say his name, he's you just a man. You don't say his name because he is a man and <laughs> he is afraid. No, 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 no. You don't say his name because he'll find out and then, you know, car door. <laughs> do exactly what that dude said. <laughs> he will kill you and then he will find everyone you ever cared about and do terrible things to them. Yes. Yes. And he will. <laughs> oh, yeah. After after he decapitates you with this car door. Because... I do like um, lawyer guy. Um, I don't remember his name, but the... the uh, his little... The business partner guy. The face. Uh, Wesley. Or... Yeah, Wesley. His Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> it is, his name is Wesley. <laughs> is it? It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> or his last name. I don't know. But he he is that character. He is that character from Angel, too. This is not a Whedon show, but it is Wesley. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he, like, I like him, like, God, he ruined another car. <laughs> no, so he's just gonna... Gets out of the car, straighten his outfit, just gonna... <laughs> get, and just watches it, like, come on. Oh, he cut your suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his name is James Wesley. James Wesley. Played by Toby Leonard Moore. Australian guy. This is another one of those ones that bothers me that he can't keep his accent. There's no reason why he can't be Australian. <laughs> Yeah, let him be Australian. Why not? Uh, Matt Murdock. I mean, I, I get that Matt Murdock is supposed to be yeah, not not Irish. Not Irish. Whatever Charlie <laughs> Cox is, he's Irish. Is he Irish? Yeah, he's Irish. Born in London, UK. Okay, I don't know if he lived there or not, but um, but yeah, he, I I understand that, but there's no reason why Wesley couldn't be Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Just let the man be Australian. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have that issue with iZombie, too. The the amazingly pretty lead actresses from New Zealand. There's no reason why she can't have her really hot New Zealand accent. <laughs> I love New Zealand accents. They're so right? adorable. Oh, my God. So I heard adorable. her do a promo on Arrow, and I'm like, <laughs> that can't, who is that? Look it up. Oh, my God. She was hot before, but holy mother. This <laughs> 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 But let, let him be Australian. There's no reason. Um, if the Russians can be Russian, let him be Australian. <laughs> but, oh, man. Um, you had a couple of little interesting uh, lighter points, again, with Foggy. Whenever Foggy's there, you can assume Yeah, yeah. My mom wanted me to be, to be a butcher. I never tell you that my mom wanted me to be a butcher. Yes, Foggy. Your mother wanted me to be a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> you remember what I said to her? No, you never remember what you said to her. I don't remember. Uh, you remember that whole idea of staying out all night? Yeah. Let's <laughs> not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Foggy's Foggy's good. He's there for there to bring things a little lighter. And then uh man, things get heavy sometimes. Heron <laughs> buying an entire company's worth of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> You're not mad at me. We have a fax machine. <laughs> which uh which I guess Yurik is Batman too. Batman also. Um he just shows up at the, the auction. And then she turns away and he disappears. disappears. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, so he's Batman too, huh? Everybody's Batman in this show. I, I could Buy something. Like, Find the money. It's like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Where did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Everybody's advice Batman in this from show. a wise old black man. <laughs> Always take advice from a wise old black man. But yeah, it, oh man, this episode was just so good. Um, it, it could be because there wasn't as much Batman in this episode. Like I don't, like, <laughs> you had the one yeah, fight scene, which was we'll really, see really well. Like it, I, I liked that fight scene a lot. Um, because it, yeah, when it, he rescues her, it was it very showed uh, off. It was very very Batman Arrow <laughs> all together. Yeah, well, lights go out, people start falling. Falling down. Well, that, that's textbook Daredevil because, well, he can't yeah. see. Why should he let you? Though yeah. I was thinking... This is, this is like, superpower. Dude, when he picked up the bucket and the, the crowbar, 
I thought he was going to hit the bucket with the crowbar to show you that Daredevil has a weakness. Nope. He's going to throw the bucket at him? Well, I don't understand. <laughs> like, that that's the one thing. If you want to cripple Daredevil, you take out his hearing. You make a ton of noise. And um, they don't know that yet. Yeah, no, you don't know that yet. But I was thinking, like, maybe they would have discovered that on accident. Like, he, he hits the bucket to, you know, do like a taunt or something. And nope, nope. I'm going to try and hit him with a paint bucket. <laughs> yep. Why not? Wow, Russians are stupid. <laughs> Russian gangsters Clearly. are so stupid. You're going to go interrupt Fisk's date. You must not be smart. <laughs> you were so stupid. <laughs> but, I, but I love that whole scene, though. Like, he busts up in there, and then, like, half the restaurant stands up and, like, <laughs> ready to <laughs> yeah, draw right. weapons. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> He's prepared. Yep. Of course, the woman's like, uh, "What is happening?" Yeah, no, I, I'm okay. With Why did two thirds of the uh, two thirds of the restaurant just stand up, ready to draw down on this guy? <laughs> like, Who are you? Yeah, right. Um, it, it just oh man. All right, so your notes. Uh, got most of them. I got the only one I have that you didn't cover is Avengers Dig. Enjoyed oh, yeah, that. The, uh, I can see if he has if he had a fly powered suit or a magic hammer. <laughs> Why you'd be getting here? Butts kicked all the time. That dude. Wesley's yeah. Wesley's got a pair, man. Yeah. Those right? Russians are rough dudes. I wouldn't be digging on them. <laughs> I mean, I know this would retaliate, but still, you're not invincible. No. Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley. His name is Wesley. Yeah, he's going to be Wesley. Like, he's going to be Wesley from now on. I'm not going to be able to not see him as Wesley. <laughs> no, I wish he had an accident now. Yeah, then right. he could really be Wesley. Um... I, uh, who was she in a steal? Who? The, uh, uh, she was uh, Superman's mom. Art lady. Was she? Oh, yeah, she was. Yes. Uh, Laura, Laura Van. Yep. And then she was something else that I recognized her from. What was it? Um, I looked at her, looked her up earlier. Angels and Demons, probably. Ah, the Angels and Demons, yeah. Yeah. She's the main woman in that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she, she's a, she's a person. She's an attractive, well, well-written young lady. Um, young lady. She was born in 1969. Good Lord. <laughs> she looks great for her age. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. How old is Vincent D'Onofrio? Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. 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 The first day was silent. Let it go. <laughs> uh, he was born in 1959. 59. Wow. Yep. He's 10 years too. older. Uh-huh. And Edgar from Men in Black. Oh man, just watched that what three days ago. It was amazing. <laughs> Sugar. Sugar. Water. More. Water. <laughs> More. Water. Oh, oh man. yeah. And I Rachel, Rachel was uh, halfway asleep when he uh when I was watching this last night. And she like he says something and she goes, I know that voice. I go, You should. <laughs> He's freaking Edgar. <laughs> Oh. And if you watched any Law and Order CI, I didn't. So yeah. he, before they like Jeff Gold bloomed up the place. Ugh. Um. So yeah, I, I really uh, he's good in that too. Yeah, because he's, he's just a good, good actor. actor. He really he's just is a good actor. <laughs> he just flat out is. Yeah, he's he, gonna be in the Ma- Magnificent Seven remake, right? Nice. He's in Jurassic World. Apparently, <laughs> man, who isn't in that movie? <laughs> Everybody's in that movie. Nobody is not in that movie. Nobody. <laughs> hey, we're making a Jurassic Park. You want to be on? Sure, why not? Nobody uh, said no. I mean, oh, man. Freaking Magnificent Seven. Oh, my God. Vincent D'Onofrio, Chris Pratt, Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Luke Grimes, Haley Bennett. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am looking forward to this. When is that? When is this coming out? This needs to be out like now. Um, <laughs> uh, twenty seventeen. Thirteenth of January, twenty seventeen is the current release. And directed date. by Antoine Fuqua. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. This is anyway. gonna be one of the best movies ever. <laughs> anyway, Daredevil. <laughs> Sorry, Vincent D'Onofrio. It's a, it's appropriate. It is. It is. We just went down the rabbit hole a bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> it happens. Oh no, wow! Be good. It was. It's the the screenplay is written by uh, John Hancock, <laughs> 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 who uh, who wrote such little films as The Blind Side, Saving Mr. Banks, uh, The Alamo, and Snow White and the Huntsman. We'll, we'll forgive him for that one. Uh, the yeah. Rookie. Um, yeah, he, he's done a whole lot of really really great stuff. Um, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, which was amazing. Um, sorry. <laughs> Gonna get out of that rabbit hole. Meanwhile, <laughs> some Daredevil. Oh, man. Uh, seriously, all right. All right, so, again, I mean, production quality in this episode, whereas oh, everything, yeah, yeah. Where everything in episode three seemed rather cartoony. And I mean that in a mostly good way. Uh, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. It was a little cartooning. And but I've, episode four brought that. Sometimes his glasses bothered me for some reason. Yeah, his glasses like, I don't were know weird in this episode. Like, like they were episode three. They were weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, in episode they three, were like they were... extra dark and extra shiny. It's like they put CGI on top of his glasses. It was weird. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. right. Like something was just weird about them. Um. But that's uh, nitpicky. Yeah, no, you're not <laughs> wrong. But in this episode, it's just like everything from that almost cartoony level of uh, episode three just came crashing down to earth. Like, yeah, well, I mean, even at the end of that episode, when they're in the art gallery with uh, Fisk standing in front of Rabbit in a snowstorm. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the white with his black outline in front of it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a comic book panel. It was beautiful. It really was. I liked it. I liked it. But it was a cartoon. <laughs> it was. All right. And it's okay. I have no problem with this. So anything else on this? This starts the war. Yep. I'm counting on it. Oh, boy. All right. So I'm not going to replay the Gotham sting because I'm in the wrong folder. Hold on. All right. So we're going to go ahead and put a lantern on it. Take it away, Daryl. Hi, CJ. Jared. Uh, thanks for having me back. Today on Hang a Lantern on It, I want to talk about my favorite trope. It's conservation of ninjutsu. This isn't particularly realistic, in fact it's completely unrealistic, but it applies a nice little mathematical equation to a fantastical situation. What it comes down to is this. In any fight, all sides have a finite and equal amount of ninjutsu distributed amongst all fighters. This is the Wilhelm scream of TV tropes. Once you know about it, you'll see it everywhere, because it is everywhere. Just for a few good examples. Take any superhero group, the Avengers, Fantastic Four, Justice League, any one single member, should they go evil for any reason, is perfectly capable of taking on and defeating every other team member single-handedly. Buffy the Vampire Slayer used this a lot too. A group of vampires would get taken out in a quick but spectacular fashion, but a one-on-one -on -one encounter would instantly be more threatening. Especially later on with the Uber Vamps, where one would acquire an epic and educational battle, but an entire army can be handled by a few Slayerettes. It's not just the human element that's ruled by this equation either. Look at Star Trek. Any time a huge number of ships, good guys or bad guys, as put together in one place, they might as well be made from tissue paper. But any single ship, especially if it happens to be called Enterprise, is basically indestructible. <laughs> Star Wars 2, if you want to look at there too, a single Death Star can be defe can defeat waves of ships, but narrow it down to just one X-Wing, and the ninjutsus are balanced. 
I could keep on going listing examples. Uh, one Dalek is a world-ending threat, but a fleet of them is cannon fodder. A uh, single assassin can go toe-to-toe with Green Arrow, but get them in a group, and even Foe Canary can take them down. The real reason <laughs> I want to destroy is Daredevil, specifically last week's end fight that I keep on going on and on about. The hallway fight, while still an amazing scene, still came down to two sides, each with an equal amount of ninjutsu. Equally, exactly equally even, as the last punch floored both the heroes and the goon, the difference being the hero got back up again. Thanks, both of you, and I'll see you next week. Yeah, and then in this week, he fights the one guy one-on-one and, like, barely beats him. Yeah, right? But he's able to successfully take out an entire group of people. I mean, you could see it last week's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., too, where May takes out the entire group of people until she fights the one woman. (laughs) He has a a very accurate point on this, and it's frightening. I never thought about it. Hmm. All right, yes. so if you want to submit your segment like Daryl does, you can email us at mp3 attachment to geekioshow at gmail.com or send us a voicemail with it at 727-489-4335. Please limit it to less than a minute and a half. That includes you, Daryl. Indeed. All right, Um. so unchallenged shows Jazz didn't watch any era, which is fine. Um. I do kind of want to... Well, let me check time really quick. I might have to actually do, like, a special segment on... Yeah, we're over an hour anyway. So, we are going to put a... uh, Hang a lantern on... uh Sherlock discussion again. I do want to talk about it, but I do want to dedicate some time to it. It might have someday. To wait until we'll after... talk about that Reichenbach fall. It might someday. have to wait until after Gotham is off. So it might be two or three weeks from now um, when I've already forgotten about it. But um, that's what <laughs> Wikipedia is for. But we are over an hour. I anyway. can just watch it again. Yeah, I can just watch it again. So we are going to go ahead and wrap this up. Contact the show at ge- geekioshow at gmail.com. Twitter is at geekioshow. Facebook.com slash geekioshow. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-G-E-E-K. It spells geek. We record every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern over on geek-io.net slash live. And for mobile listeners, you can go to tunein.alphageekradio.com to tune in on any kind of mobile device that you please. If you want to get to the show, our website is geek-io.net slash spoiler show. And to help support the show directly, go to patreon.com slash geek-io. Geek-io. And we have some titles. Shall I read them? Yes, please. This week's title candidates are Awkwardly Eating Ice Cream, Previously Alive, Deathlocks at Mondo Burger, <laughs> Poor Man's Hulk, Fifty Shades of Grey Everyone to Death, Meanwhile at the Hall of Ogre, Bat Boner, Blind Man Excuse, Exceptionally High Terrace with Stabby Things, Murder a Dude's Head Off, and cons- Conservation of Ninjutsu. <laughs> Not to say conversion. Conversion of Ninjutsu. Conversion of Ninjutsu, which is, uh, you know, it's a whole different formula. Yes, indeed. That has more M's and a couple of uh, four fractions in it. <laughs> and also, uh, uh, crap, I just forgot what that symbol's called. Pi? One of the, one of the <laughs> Greek symbols. Not Pi, no, no. Delta? The sum one. The sum one. The, uh, Delta. Not a delta. Yeah, it is. It's, is it? Yeah, it's a delta. One that looks like a zigzaggy E. Zigzaggy E. <laughs> been a, it's been uh, almost ten years since I graduated college. And I haven't thought about. <laughs> I haven't thought about algebra or calculus since then. So zig-zag-y-e. forgive me. Zigzaggy E. I like that a lot. All right, then hold on a second. I'm actually I'm looking. I'm doing something else really quick. Um, cause something I complained myself about. And I'm going to fix it here as soon as I do this right. No, no. Sigma. It's a Sigma. Sigma. That's what it is. There we go. Sigma. 
That's the one I was trying to think of. Fair <laughs> There's enough. a sigma in there somewhere. All right, so. On that note, folks, we will see you next time on the Small Screen Spoiler Show. Bye now. This has been a Geek I.O. production. Copyright 2015. Geek I.O. Geek and Geek I.O.